Okay, good morning. We are in Tough Mem Bays, Sif Bays. Hapas Atzma Sheipsha Vinipsula Milachal Hakelev. Real chametz, real bread, but it's spoiled. It, um, it got moldy, uh, so much so that even a dog wouldn't eat it. And I want to point out that just because your bread gets moldy, it gets spots of mold <coughs> on it, that doesn't mean that it's nifslamiyachilaska. It has to be really moldy that even a dog wouldn't eat it. Umalugma Similarly, a poultice, which in those days would be um, um, flour together with uh, dates. I'm sorry, figs, flour and, 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 and figs that were chewed together to make it a paste. And if that, you know, was laid out long enough that it, that it got disgusting, that, you know, again, that a dog wouldn't eat it. And a chayv levayer. Things like this, you don't need to get rid of before Pesach. You can have it over Pesach. Gimel. Begadam shekibsu osam chita. Clothes that were washed with um, cream of wheat, what we would call starch. Uh, and similarly, papers, or let's say wallpaper, that was glued with a starch-like chametz um, concoction to the wall. Uh, or uh, anything you could do, uh, let's say you want to make a cheap cover to your window, so you um, starch it. Papers starch to the to a window. So with the window, we're going to see that there might be some problems. Anything where starch is used, you're allowed to keep them over Pesach. Because there's no tzura of chametz, even though there is starch there, but if it doesn't have a tzura of chametz, it's not collected in one spot, and it doesn't look like chametz, so then it's more to keep it. Haga. That's why you're allowed to glue paper to a window with these starches. As long as it's, even, even if it's within 30 days of Pesach, however, there are those that are machmer not to uh, starch papers to a window because through the window you can see, you can see the starch. If you can see it from, from outside. That's the true Hadeshim. We also, in the Mishnah he talks about um, if there are um, gushim, if there's clumps of the starch, that also could be problematic. You'd have to, uh, if they like squeeze out, when you put the wallpaper out, and you can see uh, globs of this chametz paste, so you'd have to either uh, cover them or, or get rid of them. Dalet. Dabashan is aribo chametz, veinomachal adam klal. Things that were mixed together with chametz, but they're not food. They're not human food. Oh, she'enam machal kal adam. Or if they are food, but they're not food for everybody. And here's this example: kamo hatriyaka, which in modern Hebrew would be um, antivenom. Um, uh, it, it, and in, and in the lashon of uh, of the uh, machaber, it's um, it's a medicine used. Uh, from snakes, probably against snake bites, and it's, it uses the flesh of snakes um, together with um, <coughs> together with some chametz, with some crumbs are thrown in. 
Now, you can't eat it because snakes are not kosher. But for someone who was bitten by a snake, it's a medicine, he needs it to live, uh, he's allowed to eat it. So that's what he's calling the enomachal kal adam. Anything which is not either inherently not food or people don't eat it. Even though you're allowed to keep it around, however, you cannot actually consume it until after Pesach because you're eating chametz. Now, obviously, if it's a Sakanus Nafashis, he's allowed even even if it is chametz, right? Because Sakanus uh, Nafashis is doch everything. But um, you're allowed to keep it. You're not allowed to you're not allowed to eat it until after Pesach because we there's this whole sugi of chosav We're going to get into it in just a bit. Even though there's only a kolshu amount of chametz in this medicinal concoction, hareza uh, chametz is also b'mashu, so you're not allowed to eat it. Haga, ulekaman semen taf mem zayin sif dalid haga yispar diyesh cholkim. That whole uh, sif of taf mem zayin sif dalid, um, where tarovas um, chametz is is you know is talked about. Um, some would say umatirim in the Pesach that you would even be allowed to eat it on Pesach. And that's that's how the the um, that's how the Ramah is passing that you would even be allowed to eat it. Now that's it's it's schwer, and and the question is brought in the Mishnah Bura because what we say actually in Tuf Mem Zayin Siftalad is that you um, if something was bottled, you have a Torah. Something is is bottled b'shishin. A chametz was bottled b'shishim before Pesach, before the Zman Issa. So when it's bottled, it's like it's not there. Um, so we say that it is considered completely bottled, and you would be allowed even to eat the mixture if it was lach belach, if it was all liquid. So then the liquid is not is not there. But if it's yavesh, then we don't. Then we say chosavanir on Pesach. So even though it was bottled, but but it's there's still something to say that the Isra Chametz uh, comes back. So, I mean, what you could get out of this is that at least if it was Lach Belach, now, but this Triaka, that, that's not true. There, there, were, there were crumbs of, of Chametz put in, so that's, we still have a question. But the, the, the rule is still clear, that at least according to the Mechaber and the Ramah, I'm sorry, according to the Ramah, um, if you had a bitl on this non-food um, before Pesach, more than shishim, and it's liquid, you would be even be uh, able to eat it on on Pesach. But that's not the case of this triaka, so there's a question. Hey, sheicha she'osan mechitam asarim, mead or beer that they make from wheat or barley, chayav navara. That you have to get rid of. That is generally considered chametz gomer. Um, in order to make cheese, you use a, an acidic um, ingredient that gets it to, to clump together. Um, so if you, if you took that acidic ingredient, and it, it, it's considered a davar hamamid, it's not the cheese itself so much as something which causes the, the cheese to coagulate. Um, so the cheese isn't considered chametz, but it's it's a davar hamamid from chametz. So if you if you made that acidic uh, ingredient from um, 
beer or mead that was made from barley or wheat. So the Dabar HaMamad is also something that you have to get rid of. Now, um, we're saying that you have to get rid of them, but the Mishnah Brewer points out that that's only Midir Rabbanan. Um, um, and Bidi Ebed, if you did not get rid of it, um, it would not be it would not be Chamesh Rabbalava Pesach if there's a Hefzid Merubah. Okay? Because it's the Rabbanan and there's a Hefzid Merubah, you would be allowed to eat it. But in general, it would be considered, you know, in most cases, it would be considered Chamesh um, Rabbalava uh, Pesach. And even if we say because of, you know, because it was the Rabbanan and it was only a Dover Hamamid, you would still need to get rid of the value of the Dover Hamamid of this cheese. You'd have to get rid of at least that much before the rest of it could be considered, it could be considered mutta to eat after, after Pesach. But again, you should get rid of it, but it's the Rabbanan. Vav. Nagu lugarer haksalam v'hakisaz shenaga behem hachametz. There is a minig, and the, the Mishnah points out that the, the Mechaber, by, by mentioning this, is, is to let you know, don't make fun of people who do this. There actually is a minig. It is a valid minig. Okay, so there are some people, there is a minig to scrape the walls and uh, the chairs that Hametz touched. And there are those that re, um, re-spackle, um, you know, with whitewash, the walls before Pesach for the same kind of reason. There, there, it is a reliable uh, a minig. It's not a it's not a minigstos. If there is chametz in a crack that you're not able to uh, you know to to get out afterwards, you're not allowed to pick. You're not able to pick it out. Instead, you should put some cement-like uh, covering over it or paint over it. Zayin, batzik shebesidke areva. Okay, so we're going to, there's two rules that we need to really understand uh, these next few sifim. When we're talking about uh, dough that's stuck in a, um, in a kneading trough, in a kneading pot, okay? Um, so if the dough was put there for the sake of keeping the, the kli together or to plug up a hole, um, so then that's different than if the, um, if the chametz was, is just stuck in there because you were using it with chametz, you were kneading dough, and pieces of it got stuck there. So let, let's read. Uh, if there's dough in the cracks of a kneading trough. If there is in any one spot a kazai's worth of chametz, you must get rid of that. But if there's not in any one place, if you used chametz to keep the broken parts of this areva together, or to plug up a hole, batel bemiuto, then then that chametz that's there is considered bottle to the kli because it's servicing the kli, and so um, as long as it's not a a um, a kazai in one spot, so it's bottle vimlav, but. If it wasn't used to plug up the kli, which is the standard case, chayv levayer, you do have to get rid of that chametz, because we're going to say the the underlying assumption is that if you were to gather all the minute pieces of chametz 
that are stuck in the cracks all, all along this areva, you would have a kazayas. That's, that's the underlying assumption here. And once you have a kazayas, so you have to get, and, and it's mitztarif, the kli is mitztarif, the different pieces. That's another key point here. So that's why you would have to get rid of it. How do you get rid of it? You can give it to a guy or what we would call sell to a guy. Ches. If you had two halves of an olive's worth of chametz, not holding the, the, uh, the kli together, but just in separate places. So we already said that they're mitztarif. The chot shel batzik and we're saying even more now, that there is a string of, of, um, of dough connecting these two half olives worth of, of dough. Roim kol she'ili nato ha'chot initalan imo So we look at if you could pick it up from this string of dough that's holding them together, together, then you have to get rid of them. But if not, you don't have to get rid of it. When is that said? Um, in an areva. But in a... Okay, so we're going to... Uh, but in a house, even if... Um, even if you were to, to grab onto the string of dough, you're not able to pick up the two pieces, you still have to get rid of it. Why? Because you could sweep up the house... And then those two uh, half pieces will be joined into one piece, and it'll be a kazayas of chametz that you have to get rid of. Well, when it is to be mitzar, yeah, to be mechazik, yeah, yeah, because that, that fits into it, yeah. Otherwise, we we already said before that you have to get rid of it. So even if it was there to be mechazik the kli, if you could pick it up together at one spot, uh, you know, at one time, and it forms a a spread out kazayas, but could be lifted at one point. Then even if it's holding the cleat together, it's not. But then you have to get rid of it. We said already that a that a, a kazayas in one spot, even if it's holding the cleat together, you have to get rid of it. So now we said that if it's on the floor, half kazayasim that are connected, we're afraid that you're gonna that you're um, you're gonna sweep them together and it'll form one kazayas. So you also have to get rid of them. If you have half a kazayas of chametz on the main floor and half a kazayas in the upstairs floor, half a kazayas inside the house and half a kazayas on the porch, half a kazayas in this room and half a kazayas in another room, um, if they are stuck to the walls, obakaros or to the rafters, obakarkos or to the floor, then you wouldn't have to get rid of them. What we saw before about the two pieces that are connected with the dough that you do have to get rid of, those are freestanding. That's freestanding comes just sitting on the floor. But something that is stuck into the floor, stuck into the walls of the rafters, we say that the house does not connect them. You just have to be mavatal, um, and that's enough. A kli would be mitztarif, the different half pieces of uh, of chametz, but that, but a house is not. Test chametz shenis apesh kodem zman isuro. Real chametz that um, um, spoiled and again got moldy. Uh, before the Zman Iser, 
Uh, we already covered that. Uh, you know, so, so bad that a dog wouldn't even it, but we're adding more cases. Or if it was burned, again, before the Zman Isra, and it got so singed that even a dog wouldn't eat it. Or if, let's say, you made a chair out of chametz. It's not so crazy. People make all kinds of paper mache, um, artwork, and, and kalim. Um, and that's also, it's made with a paste of uh, flour and water. Now, in the case of the um, in the case of the furniture, where it stops being food and it starts being a kli, even though you you designate it as a kli and, and it's and it's possible to be used as a kli, you still need tachosobatit. You still need to have it covered. So then, even this this large gush of chametz mutalakama vesav, because it stops being the kind of chametz that's us. It stops being chametz food. Yud diyoshim avashal. B'shecher sa'orim, ink which um, was cooked with um, barley beer, barley mead. you're allowed to write with this ink. And again, that's where it was created before the Zman Isser. Because, you know, even though there's chametz in there, but it, it became bottled before the Zman Isser. And, and we're not even afraid that you're going to, let's say, touch the... Um, touch the uh, pen to your mouth, and maybe a drop of this ink will get into your mouth on Pesach, because, again, it's, it's as if it's not there. Um, he does point out, the Mishra points out, uh, that if, the, if a goy cooked, prepared this, this kind of, uh, of an ink on Pesach, that would be problematic. I don't know if people that are mocked on that. I don't know what the modern ink-making process is. Um, but he does point out that if it were to be prepared on Pesach, then we don't have the heter of it being bottle from before its money surah. Yudalaf. Arevo shaloshin behem chametz. Kneading troughs um, that you that you need dough in, or any kind of chametz. mehen. It's not enough that which we wash them out with hot water and you dig out you peck out the chametz that, that you can see that's in them. The chametz that's in the cracks is a problem. The, the machaber is saying flat out, it's, you know, in one, one of these, uh, um, I guess, wooden or, or even any, any clea where it's possible that, that in the cracks there can be chametz, then we assume that there's going to be a kazayas and it would be through the through the clea. And we said that, that that's a problem. And since you can't remove it, because, you know, we, before we saw if you see a kazayas, you must remove that kazayas. But now we're saying that there's going to be a kazayas held together by, by the, uh, by the kli, no matter what you do. So now what? Vakli mitzar, for the kli is going to mitzar fit. Mitzar flit no bimatanal any hudi. That you'd have to give to a guy. Adlachar pesach, and Mishabur talks about selling it to a guy. You could also sell it. Ola tuchum betit. Or you'd have to cover them, you'd have to cover them over with cement, shellac, you know, something of that kind. Let's say a challah board made out of wood. By the way, my son <coughs> makes such challah boards. They're made out of different small pieces of wood that are connected together. And the assumption here is, at least with the technology they had in their days, that there would be uh, chametz, there would be uh, dough stuck in between the slats of the chametz. I don't think that that's true nowadays. Um, but even still... Um, Sell your challah board. You know. 
That would be true about um, any kli that you leave your flour in all year. Your bread basket also. You should assume that there's um, crumbs in there that you're not going to get out. Don't use that same bread basket for holding your matzah. Uh, a napkin or or a, teb- or a cloth or a tablecloth that was on top of a bag of flour, it's not enough just to shake it out. We're going to assume that there's flour stuck in in between the threads of the mapa. You'd have to wash it. If you wanted to use that tablecloth. And the Mishnah Bura put, uh, adds in, Shechem Kibus, he says that means washing it well in hot water, the ether, which would be our modern equivalent, would be detergent, the chavita, and agitation. Uh, if you do all those things, then you can use that same tablecloth on Pesach. We're going to stop here. Sure.